Welcome to Finances and Money in Marriage with Kathy Pfefferhahn. Finances and, in conjunction with my company, Capital Coaching, helps people achieve their financial goals through personal, tailored, and attentive financial coaching services. Together, we create a successful financial plan by examining your spending and saving habits, then guiding and educating you to your own personal success. But if you're a bit more of a do-it-yourselfer, you can order my book, Finances and Your Spending Planner Workbook. It includes budgeting pages for each month, expense trackers, investment and asset tracking, debt management, setting your financial goals, and more. To get your own copy, you can click the link in the show notes. I go over the book itself in episode 136, Your Spending Planner Workbook. You can also now catch these episodes on YouTube at Finances and with Kathy Pfefferhahn. The link is in the show notes here as well. Check it out. Money and marriage are two intertwined aspects of life that can significantly impact the dynamics of a relationship. Financial matters hold the power to both strengthen and strain marital bonds, making open communication and shared values crucial. Money often serves as a tangible representation of security, aspirations, and responsibilities. When couples approach financial discussions with transparency and a willingness to collaborate, it can lead to a stronger foundation of trust and shared goals. Conversely, Misunderstandings or disagreements about money can give rise to tension, resentment, and power imbalances within a marriage. Finding a balance between individual financial independence and collective financial planning is essential, as it allows both partners to feel valued and respected while navigating the practical challenges that finances can pose. Marriage, on the other hand, goes beyond financial considerations, is built on foundation of love, commitment, and compassion. While money is a necessity, the emotional aspects of a relationship often take a precedence. A successful marriage thrives when both partners are invested in nurturing their emotional connection, communicating effectively, and adapting to each other's evolving needs and aspirations. Financial decisions, whether large or small, are inevitably part of that shared journey, and they reflect on the couple's ability to work as a team. Ultimately, a harmonious marriage requires a delicate integration of emotional intimacy and financial compatibility, where both partners support each other's dreams while managing the practicalities of life together. Finances and marriage can be the source of tension for many couples. In fact, it's the biggest cause for divorce. Whether you're about to get married, are newly married, or have been married for decades, here are some tips to help combat or avoid financial troubles in your relationship. When couples don't combine their finances, who pays the bills and how they're paid, and what to do with the money that remains after paying bills can be a source of conflict. It often causes resentment of purchases made by each partner. Although splitting bills sounds good, long-term goals are often overlooked, like buying a home or saving for retirement. Joint checking accounts make couples feel more connected, and they report that they feel more community within their marriage. It seems that it promotes greater financial goal alignment and transparency, along with a communal understanding of marriage, according to the Indiana University Kelly School of Business. They state that this is due to the feeling like their decision-making is an exchange within the relationship. In fact, separate accounts felt more like it was a tit-for-tat repaying for favors instead of working as a team. Another challenge is coming into the marriage with debt, like student debt, gambling, or even credit card debt. Although each is responsible for the debt they bring into the marriage, all new debt is shared once you're married, if you co-sign together, or open joint accounts. But carrying debt into a marriage should be the topic of discussion for you both before you even tie the knot. 
Making a debt repayment plan in conjunction with your budget is a needed first step. One big problem is when you both have completely different money habits. A saver and a spender can be a recipe for conflict. The saver thinks the spender is making poor choices, and the spender thinks the saver is a cheapskate. Recognizing your own bad habits, talking about them, and making a plan that is agreeable to you both before jumping into a permanent relationship because bad habits don't just disappear once you're in love. It's a great idea to meet with a financial therapist about differing financial beliefs and habits. I actually talk more about that in episode 18, Financial Therapy. Sometimes couples suffer from an inequality of one person making more or having more money. Maybe one partner works while the other doesn't, or one is unemployed. Maybe one makes more than the other, or one of them comes from a family of a lot of money. This can lead to a real or a perceived power imbalance, leading to conflict, resentment, or frustration of both partners. Psych Central recommends that you, one, keep an open communication, that being honest about your feelings and expectations can build trust and understanding. Assuming how the other feels does not always eliminate fears related to debt, financial loss, or gain. You can also practice non-judgment. Using empathy, curiosity, and an open mind when discussing money management will help both partners feel heard. Practicing non-judgmental talk makes both partners feel equal, even when income is at different levels. Remember, you're a team. The third recommendation was to be open to compromise. Creating a budget means that basic needs are handled and that wants, like date nights, vacations, and other fun, can be accommodated. Agreeing on financial goals and expectations, no matter who makes more, acknowledges both partners' value in the relationship. And finally, avoiding blame by being respectful to one another is very important. Your tone of voice or criticism can upset all the hard work that you and your partner have been putting into making your relationship work along with your money. Another challenge regarding marriage and money is planning for a family. Not just the basics of food and clothing and a home will be the change to your finances, but as your children grow, sports, activities, big events, colleges, and weddings are all in your financial future, not to mention if they don't move out of their parents' home. Planning for and discussing your expectations before having children helps ease the conflict if you have differing views on how to spend your money on raising children. Of course, you can't plan for every detail, because you don't know what your children will be like, but working together as a team beforehand to understand each other's assumptions will help manage future expectations. The last suggestion is respecting the goals and needs of how you all deal with extended family. Are you two expected to provide family vacations? Do you find yourself providing money to family to help them afford things? These can cause conflict, especially when it means that it impacts your own goals. It's hard to say no when a family member is in a crisis, illness, damage to a home, or even death, but it can derail the plans that you two have made for your own retirements. The younger you are, it's not uncommon for you both to come with little to nothing in regards to money, but that will change over time, and knowing how you two think about finances will be avoiding future troubles. Communicating clearly about money, sharing your goals, and listening to each other about how you'll jointly solve any issues that come up. That's why a budget is so helpful. The great way to avoid many of these problems is to set up monthly, or any regular schedule that works for the two of you, financial dates to revisit your plan, accommodate changes, and check in on your long and short-term goals. 
Working together to meet goals and make adjustments will build a long-lasting and prosperous future for you both. This is Kathy Pfefferhahn. Thanks for listening to Finances and Money in Marriage. I know you chose to listen and am grateful. If you enjoyed this episode, please follow or subscribe for free in your podcast provider and share your favorite episode with a friend. I'd love you to leave a review because it brings financial education to others and it helps people find me more easily. Also, let me know what questions you'd like answered or topics covered by going to the website at financesand.net and leaving a message. You can also contact Capital Coaching for your personal financial needs at capitalcoaching.net or catch these episodes on YouTube at Finances And with Kathy Pfefferhahn. Remember, I went to school so you don't have to. Finances And does not provide tax or legal advice and nothing in this podcast is to be construed as such. Always consult a tax, accounting, or legal professional for advice on your specific situation.